<laughs> I just got back from Milwaukee like over last weekend. I ate so many goddamn cheese curds, dude. Like, oh that shit. man, yeah, it was uh, cheese curds. Sounds dude. good though. It was great. They were squeaky. Yeah, when the bite is squeaky. Yeah. I've never had dude. legit cheese curds, and I want. Yeah, I brought back like three packs from the airport, and Fuck I went yeah. through all of them already. I was, oh, all, I was all plugged up this week. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a bear after hibernation. 2023. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you know right. that bears eat nothing but tree bark right before they go into hibernation to literally plug their asshole? Yeah, make the bung hole. It's fucking cool. <laughs> 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 so fucking sick. <laughs> fucking Hell yeah. <laughs> Sunday Scaries. We'll tease the watch list on yours, and then we'll tease the film on ours. Perfect. Boom. Sounds good. Uh, cool. Hey, guys. It's uh, Scary Sunday Scaries. It's a podcast about horror movies and things that we think are interesting to fans of horror movies. Uh, each week, we take a deep dive into a specific film and try to find connections between that film and other movies within the genre. Uh, in this series, we're talking about slashers, and this week, we're hanging out with the fine gentleman of There Are Too Many Movies. That's wow. it, man. He called yeah. me fine and not you two. Fine. So I was looking. I was making Yar. eye contact. Yeah, I you. noticed. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm Travis. I've got Alex. Josh. And Chris. Hell yeah. Uh, so we're in the Slasher series. This week we talk, tackled the 1997 classic. What was it, boys? I know what you did last summer. Fuck. So the boy and girl are making out, right? When they hear over the radio that this lunatic killer has escaped from an insane asylum. That's not the way it goes. The boy goes for help and the girl stays in the car and she hears this like scratching sound. No, he's been decapitated. No, he was gutted with a hook. So yeah, I know what you did last summer, 1997. This is uh, arguably the uh, this paired with uh, the other movie we were talking about on a different podcast today, uh, Scream, uh, are said to have revitalized the slasher genre in the 90s, uh, just as it was sort of losing steam. How do you yeah. feel about that? I see More you wincing. More so Scream. Yeah. 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 So this was written before Scream. Yes. And uh, it, but yeah, it was rushed into production after right. the success of Scream, though. And Can't was, blame uh, them at all yeah, for that. Yeah, exactly. They, said, they saw that and they said, we need a piece of that shit yeah. right yeah. there. But first they were like, nope, 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 nope. To every studio said no <laughs> to the script. <laughs> yeah. And they're Absolutely. like, oh, you did Scream? Cool. Yeah, no. Th- by nope, we meant absolutely. Yeah. Please c- inject please it directly into my veins print right money now. money for us. Yeah. Uh, so written by Kevin Williamson, uh, also the writer of Scream, uh, and directed by Jim Gillespie. Uh, do you guys know anything about Jim Gillespie? No. Uh, of nope. Jim Gillespie fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker, yeah, same. And apparently nobody else does either. This guy has like, I mean, he has uh, a few credits trailing off into like the 90s and 2000s and stuff. But um, honestly, for like a director of like pop, you know, culture fame from the 90s and everything cult movie phenomenon um yeah he doesn't have a whole lot going on after this i think i'm more prolific than him to be <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> you're yeah. Yeah. more Arguable. prolific um, than jim gillespie yeah. so w- what is it that he did after this yeah so he has like a couple of other like horror movies and stuff but like nothing like really like wild nothing um, nothing of no nothing of like yeah nothing that we uh um, that's interesting man after this is like a pretty big success yeah you would assume that like he didn't even direct like the sequel or anything it was uh he went directly into doing like um a couple of, like tv things and then he has like another horror movie from like the mid 2000s Weird. um mm. yeah well i think I mean, you're probably going to get into this at some point, but like, I think arguably because the best scene is du- directed by a child <laughs> in this movie, <laughs> maybe that has something to do with why he wasn't brought back for the sequel. Guys, yeah. he did Venom. 
Oh, shit. Not the one you're thinking of. Wait. <laughs> With Tom it's Farty? No. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, not, uh, it's not the uh, comic book one. Yeah. What is the year on that? 2005, right? 2005. Yeah. It's weird. Like, yeah, another horror movie and oh, stuff. Oh, dude, he did I See You. I is spelled E Y E. Ah. And that's you a know, smart title. That's your favorite movie. <laughs> I, it actually is legit my favorite movie of all time. Starring Mel Brooks. <laughs> shot in the dark that might yeah. land yeah. what's that line you like from ICU that you always quote you can't get away from me because when you think you have gotten away it, and act- I, I actually see you oh, I fucking love that line that's dude. a crazy line that's dude so I love wild, when dude. they put the title of the movie in the movie and then he looks into camera yeah. and then and he goes, the whole crew cast and crew turns and leans into camera and they go I see you and then it goes back to the movie it's a and, weird but in the whole time he's in the ICU of a hospital <laughs> Somebody just walks up, hands up a small note, says I C U P. Now spell I come. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like, but for all intents and purposes, he seems like a great director. Um, all of the like the behind the scenes footage stuff, like everybody's like cool with him. Uh, he's at least a pleasant guy. It was Sarah uh, Michelle Geller's favorite director she's worked with, right? Yeah, or, or Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, yeah. yeah the behind the scenes stuff, she seems like absolutely enamored with him, and so do the producers. They're Man, like, I wish she was enamored with me. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, we can talk. I mean, you want to go ahead and just get into uh, the coming of age, like Jennifer Love Hewitt, Love, Love, Dude. Jay Love, <laughs> Jay Love in this movie? I mean, we don't want to be vulgar, but I no. think it's okay. So she was all of our first boners. I was going to say, did, right. you, did you first see this as like a kid, like whenever it came out? Like a few years after, I think. Yeah. I'm going to be straight up honest. I, rem- I did not remember a lot of this movie. Oh, yeah. Because the sequel was more my jam. Really? At the time. I loved the sequel. Sequel was more like new metal y. And yeah. I was like waiting for a lot of the scenes from the sequel to pop gotcha. up in this movie. And I was like, not where's Brandy? I knew Brandy was in the sequel, but I was like, where's the scene where she's in the rain at the graveyard? Like, yeah. She's and I thought that scene was in this scene. It's not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was definitely more on the the sequel train for this one. Yeah, this was uh so did you see this like and you said you saw it a couple years ago? I saw it, it out, on TV. It, this is one of the movies that was like always on yeah. in like the early 2000s yeah. and I caught it like one of those times. Yeah. But no, same. I think this is one of those ones where you're at like a sleepover and like somebody either like puts it on TV or like it's the VHS somehow. Yeah. And uh yeah, this was, that was definitely the experience for me. I was like 10 or 11 and like, you know, And the, the poster's and, iconic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a great, great fucking poster and great fucking title too. Yeah, like I don't know. That's a I ba- based know. on a book or a novel. Yeah, so it's based on a novel by. Uh, let's see, what was her name here? Uh, Jane Austen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who Jane Austen is? Um, no, really quick. Did you know that Clueless was based on a a um, William Shakespeare play? Uh, yes. uh, sure. Yeah. No, I didn't. Not the top of my head. God damn it. Yeah. Ah, interesting how he didn't also know Okay, that. did you know that Clueless was based on a Jane Austen novel? Yes. But what play of William Shakespeare is what it's so based confident. on? Uh, Taming of the Shrew. Oh, okay. Wait, I thought that that's what... Uh, wasn't Pretty Woman? Yes, or also. Also. Yeah. It's, it's just a, a play about bad bitches, man. <laughs> Ten by William Shakespeare. I hate about you. Yeah, that that's that's yeah. Taming of the Shrew. And then okay. West, West Side Story is Romeo and Juliet. Right. But West Side Story is a big sack of shit, honestly. Yeah. And it's like, I, I'm not trying to start any fights or anything. The old like, one or the new one? Uh, Both. Yeah. They both can <laughs> eat my shit. Have you seen the new one? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, <laughs> fuck that movie. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fine. It's a, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's Spielberg. Spielberg spinning his wheels. We're one of the only movie cut podcasts that, like, hates on movies yeah. a lot of the time. I, yeah. Just I, FYI. I, it's good because I, like, I feel like I am 
overly positive <clears throat> about too much shit that I watch, just because like oh, I will bring it down for you. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I, need, I need that healthy balance of uh, <laughs> and of we're cynicism. there are too many movies. So. Yeah, um, so there's that. Yeah, it's based on a novel by an, uh, an author named Lois Duncan. Um, which has apparently the novel is a lot less you know bloody. Uh, there's not as much murder in it, and uh, Lois Duncan herself was like kind of dismayed at the making of this movie. The mm. idea that it was turned into a slasher because right. her she's actually the parent of a child that was murdered. Um, yeah, it's Yeesh. kind of a dark. Yikes! Uh, and Miramax was like, "Cool, well we're gonna still kill a bunch <laughs> of people." <laughs> very cool, very cool. Don't care. Harvey um, Weinstein's like, "Let's get Jennifer Love you." Wait, no, this is not a Miramax film, is it? No, it's. Oh uh, my bad. Yeah, I was thinking of Scream. I got to confuse with Scream. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Phillippe, uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. Uh, uh, arguably the greatest actor of our generation, <laughs> especially in this movie. <laughs> Only paralleled by Mark Wahlberg in The Happening. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> what? What? I'm not trying to uh, rob you, lady. No. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, the the J Love the J Love Love uh, that was definitely a thing for me too. Like as a as a young kid renting this on VHS. Like head over heels in love yeah. with her Dude, and immediately. Like, you're a child and you don't understand why you're angry. You know? Yeah. <laughs> why am I angry right now, dude? <laughs> Can't do anything about it. You're just filled with fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, she's perfect. Yeah, it was a fantastic. Yeah, fantastic casting. Uh, she was, uh, I guess, like the first added to it. Um, whenever they were initially initially setting up the casting for this, um, they get her. They get Ryan Phillippe. Um, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is cast because he has like the everyman look. He's supposed to be, you know, the audience surrogate, I guess. Uh, wait, wait, Freddie Prince Jr. is the, an everyman? The yeah, most he's supposed to be the everyman. That's how I see myself. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. in 1997. Yeah. 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 <laughs> One of the most handsome people ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's a but fisherman, he's, dude. But he's poor. Yeah, so he comes from a working class loser. background. Yes. Also, Jennifer Love Hewitt's character is like, I guess, made out to be like some sort of homely nerd. Well, that's yeah, they're going for like a Velma vibe with her, not to like you know spin this into the Scooby Doo. Hey, they were both movie in Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is where uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. met, and yeah. they you know got married later on. Been married really twenty cute. years. Yeah, very. So, which is, I don't know. There's something really wholesome about that. For me. It is honestly yeah. a bad choice on her part because like <laughs> I'm like way cooler. And You're like I'm smarter. still over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I was four years old at the time, but like, <laughs> I don't know. She's the croaker queen, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of, yeah, we can get into like, so uh, the plot of this movie, it's basically a Scooby-Doo gang of kids uh, <laughs> accidentally, Zoinks. Zoinks, uh, uh, accidentally in a drunken sort of uh, night out after a uh, beauty pageant uh, runs over a stranger in the middle of the road. We've all done uh, where, where Ryan Phillippe blames everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the only one who's like wasted yeah. drunk. Yeah. To be fair he wasn't driving so i mean kind of he is on freddie prince jr yeah yeah like keep your eyes yeah, on the road you should be You're able right. to keep your eyes on the road when i drop a bottle on your fucking head <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah absolutely while i'm hanging out of my own car mm -hmm. also he was i'm so fucked up <laughs> <laughs> i'm fucked when he like turns around and yeah. screams that dude <laughs> also he would be paralyzed yeah, from the they fucking <laughs> dude he took a guy to the face yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We could talk about the ballistics of this this car crash here in a second, but that is yeah, that's another thing. Like they so this this gang of teenagers runs over a uh, they commit manslaughter essentially, and then they immediately jump into hide the body mode. Um, as like, you do, yeah, as you right. do when you're when you're We've a all drunk been teenager. There. And their whole town is like a civilization map that has been played for about twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. well, they have their whole lives ahead of them. Dude. True, they yeah. can't just commit manslaughter. Yeah. 
And there's are, a time and place to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your 30s, preferably. Yeah, yeah. you can get away with it, and you have more expensive lawyers. Yeah, exactly. yeah. He's, it's, um, they're like, uh, we're gonna call the cops, and he's like, I'm drunk as shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> but football. Yeah. yeah. He wants to play for the Cowboys too. He does. The Steelers yeah, the and the Cowboys. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. She says the Steelers. She says, No, no, no. I'm no. gonna be the quarterback for the Cowboys. Right. Which literally didn't even catch the big ask in 1997, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they jump into hiding the body mode, uh, try to dispose of this body, which briefly comes back to life uh, at the end, uh, and uh, then try to hide the secret for a year. Uh, after a year passes, then they uh, end up start dealing with the consequences because a mysterious uh, stranger so, is coming back. Uh, I don't want to jump too far ahead, mm-hmm. but like a big issue that Jennifer Love Hewitt's character has is that they've killed this young boy mm-hmm. that was found dead, like, later found dead, you know. Right. But it's like, they're talking about a young boy, but clearly they hit an old man. Yeah, the, and the reveal at the end, too, is that it, you know, with, sorry, we're going to spoil the entire movie, but, like, yeah, the real reveal at the end is that they hit at, at whatever his name is, uh, Ellis. But at, at any point, are you, the viewer, supposed to think, they killed that young boy. Yeah, they kind of gloss over. They said, you know, his face is all fucked up, and but the makeup doesn't like do no. that for us, does it? Really? But he has an old man body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's been sleeping in a boat for the past ten years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, easily. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, and this, yeah, there's a big ask in that, and I think also we can get into like the contrived nature of like the twist and reveal at the end here in a little bit. But like, yeah, it. It's at very up, up top. There's some. Uh, there's a big ask of the suspension of disbelief here. I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It All was right. dark out. Yeah. His yeah. like, <laughs> face is drinking. Bl- Even the guy that's killing him has like an old man hand. Yeah. It's clearly an old man, but they're like, oh yeah, we killed this young boy. Yeah. Her the Anne Hache's brother. Yeah. Rip Anne Hache. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, I don't know that 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 and the, like I said, the contrived nature of the reveal at the end. Like, there's there are two different like parallel things that go on, and you're like, ah, all right. I, I I spent less time like thinking about that in the nuts and bolts. Like, if you want to, we can dive into the plot holes here in a little bit about like all various other like gags that he's able to pull off that yeah. like no human could ever. I mean, arguably <laughs> one of the smartest guys alive from the Big Bang Theory sees <laughs> a body yeah. on the side of the road and it, like. Oh, I didn't see that body. Oh, yeah. he was just puking off the highway. Yeah. yeah. Like a normal guy. <laughs> What's he doing puking on a body? <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a corpse right there. Get it out of the way. It's disrespectful. Yeah, Max gets a bad deal in this movie, too. Really Dude. bad. Like, he, uh, yeah, like, right, right at the very beginning. Uh, He's you know, a J-Love J simp. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Galecki is in here. Yeah, uh, from a fam- Big Bang Theory fame. And National Lampoon's Vacations. Yeah. Um, they set him up like right at the very top. He gets like super friend zoned right after the uh, the beauty pageant, uh, and then immediately he like tone shifts. He like code switches into an asshole. Yeah, and yeah. Then, like, <laughs> and to then, the poor kid. Yeah, yeah. And then gets murdered fucking like immediately. Yeah. Like, and for what reason, by the way? Yeah. So because uh, he exists. Right. Cause yeah. Or it's like he was there. Yeah. yeah. He and he was just just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. I guess. Too, oh, that hook was, was there. Yeah. Yeah, but but, the, but what incentive did the murderer have to kill him? Well, I guess he did drive by. He didn't want to hear Bazinga again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He fucking just hooks him in the fucking yeah. throat. Well, he yeah. got fucking bazinga so hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zoinked. Yeah. Dude, as a premise, though, can we go back to, like, the fact that four teenagers hit a person? And, like, conceptually, that's a great premise. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Like, where it's like, now we're dealing with morals, mm-hmm. but also just the... Like, morally, it's like, look, he's already dead. Mm. They think, right? Like, he's already dead. You want to kill our own lives, too? Where it's yeah. like, what? 
making some good points here. Yeah, <laughs> but it's he's like not but, wrong. But then all of a sudden it's like <clears throat> fuck, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it reminded me of um, Hereditary. <laughs> oh. uh, spoilers for that, but like, Th- this too an elevated horror. Yeah, yes, <laughs> obviously. Uh, that the the horror of committing something is almost scarier than a killer. Right. Yes. If, if that yeah. makes any sense, like, like right. the, the inadvertently horror, killing someone mm, when that's yeah. that's terrifying. more more terrifying yeah. than you know being killed by a madman. Yeah, because and I guess in the production of this too, uh, both Kevin Williamson and Jim uh, Gillespie, the idea is that this is you know it, it's much less like a slasher thriller than it is a yeah a moral tale. It's it's a it's a new you know uh, urban legend uh, and a cautionary tale, um, and they set that up right at the beginning too with this sort of uh, the dichot- this foil right of them sitting around the campfire, not you know talking about. The their futures but also telling the story of like the man with the hook right? right um which is you know a classic like they even say it you know explicitly in the movie just sort of almost in a meadow way to set up and be like oh no it's a cautionary tale about you know like premarital sex and stuff and it's like this idea of uh of uh using these uh scary stories as you know your your moral fodder for for whatever um but yeah then they they, they spend a lot of time trying to like establish right at the beginning that these kids have you know s- such a bright future ahead of them sarah michelle mm-hmm. geller is the the croaker queen it's shattered and, dreams uh, man yeah it's yeah. an anti-drinking and driving ad mm-hmm. it's a very expensive <laughs> anti-drinking and driving ad However, no one was drinking <clears throat> but like uh, one of them was. ryan felipe yeah just but he ryan wasn't felipe. even driving so you're saying it's okay yeah <laughs> no no. You've been wow. trapped. No, definitely wow. not okay. We've learned our lesson, haven't we? <laughs> so you endorse vehicular manslaughter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it definitely is a cautionary tale that like I think, you know, they, they play it out, I don't know, pretty well throughout the rest of the movie. Um and but that does raise questions about within these is always the funny thing within slashes particularly, or like your classic cabin in the woods movie, <clears> where it's like you sometimes they are pre- characters like this are presented as like having earned their deaths, right? Or like right. as deserving, you know, their comeuppances. Yeah. And this is like the most extreme example of that, where it's like, you know, arguably these, you know, they are to blame, or like they, they are the villains yeah. of the story, um, and the rest of the story is them trying to not be the villains. I thought there was a, a really great opportunity for them to kind of like lean into that more, mm-hmm. yeah, with like the the moral ambiguousness of mm-hmm. like these characters and like do they deserve to be killed for mm-hmm. covering up a murder? But then it was it was when sorry it was when Jennifer Love Hewitt opens up her trunk and there's a dead body yeah. in there with the crabs and then like cut to him immediately removing all of the evidence of yeah. that happening. But it's like... It's the most elaborate pranks ever. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, just would, a goof. It, would it have not been more impactful had he left the body in there right. for them to have to dispose of it's it? Like, oh, now we have another yeah. body to deal with. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, I would have been like, whoa, dude. And like they dispose of another body. So it like, it kind of digs them deeper into this mm-hmm. hole where it's like, it's kind of just... Yeah. He is justified in a way. I thought that would have been a little more interesting than what and we got where it's like he's spooky scary and he, yeah. removed, he removed them all real yeah. quick yeah and, but then i don't know if this is what they were trying to do but in that moment when it's like it was just here are they trying to introduce like wait a second is this like mystical somehow like is it in her head are we, oh, are we dealing yeah, with that yeah. like i don't know i don't think that's what they were trying to do but like the fact that yeah he's just a superhuman prankster yeah on the <laughs> yeah. level of like like michael myers there's there's very strong halloween elements to all of his like yeah. little pranks that he does uh yeah, but yeah he's, he's a big fan of notes and stuff like what's what what <laughs> wacky gimmicks always and stuff. leave a note yeah, yeah always do, you, <laughs> do you like me yes no check marks <laughs> yeah. like, to the point that like also yeah like leaving a note for uh the sister of yeah david egan and stuff like I guess that, yeah, that does pay off where it's like, because he, ultimately, we do find out that, yeah, he's, like, the father mm. of, like, so here, let's talk about this for a second. But, like, so the the reveal at the end, right, this contrived thing, like, 
it took me it's so convoluted yeah because i remember watching this again as an adult i re- remembered how like mystified i was and how i just kind of stopped caring like i was like oh this guy shows up yeah, at the end and it's he's trying to fun. kill them now it's whatever but like so essentially they they have they think that they have killed um this guy this kid who was in the initial shot of the movie right it's, it's john mayer or something it looks like john mayer that's <laughs> uh, like john mayer looking motherfucker john mayer. yeah uh, this john mayer <laughs> he's motherfucker literally going like yeah, he's spinning him. his little like amulet or whatever, and you can tell he's extremely distraught. Right. Um, and so that's kind of like the the bait and switch where they they lead us to believe that this is the character that they then run over. But then, like you said, it's clearly an old man. Like it's not him. But that guy is is I guess the former boyfriend of a girl who was killed when he was driving in like another accident, and he survived somehow. But her dad then was also out there to murder him when like he was already going to commit suicide. So it's like it's a fucking Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Xenoblade wave of web of relationships. Yeah. Where you have to keep track of like RPG side quests and to shit. To the point that like, you know, this is one of the first movies that like, you know, I can think of that has, you know, the the Google search montage where she's like oh looking up like records and articles and obituaries. Um, and that's kind of like how they connect the dots with all these deaths and everything. But yeah, the even like keeping up with the names and shit, you're like, wait, so that was the brother of of the girl that you saw, but he had a girlfriend whose yeah. dad now is the one that has been all of this on an early '90s ThinkPad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was a uh, yeah. I think that's a that's a big ask. But it, it, there was it, a moment Josh and I had to pause. I know what you did last summer as adults and be like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hold on, I'm confused. Exactly. Like, yeah. no, we literally. I was like, wait. So it was after we were both just like casually like, okay, so that's this guy, that's this guy, and then it Who got the to a point. Fuck is Anne Hage's brother? Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, literally like, to, <laughs> we literally had to pause at the Anne Hage part to be like, wait. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm fucking like uh, fingers on forehead. Like, wait a second, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is more complicated than Tenet. Hold on, yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. I, I was dude. sitting there like, okay. I, I like how I tried to subscribe like deeper meaning even to it. Yeah, I was, I was like, okay, so if that guy originally killed his girlfriend, maybe this guy is like a moral dude that comes around and kills people that are in accidental driving accidents. Yeah. 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 He's this just guy the just Smokey the Bear of drunk driving. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this guy's just sitting up on the hill with binoculars, just seeing what everybody does during the summer, and then leaving fucking they, notes. They, like they a should psycho. really fix this road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's one road in the town, and it goes in a circle up a mountain with one lane. Yeah. Figure it out, guys. Yeah. Dude, um, I was so off the mark with who the killer was, because... Okay, I think it's scary movie where at the end it's revealed that it's like the young girl is the killer. Right. And in my mind, I switched the two movies. So the entire movie, I was like, oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt is the killer. Interesting. <laughs> like, what are you waiting Which would have been me? way more bizarre and yeah, fascinating, and, actually. I was like, how is this going to... This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I was like double confused the whole fucking. And movie. then a crane shot out, and she has a dick, and it's yeah. it's, it's sleepaway camp, or <laughs> it's fucking, uh, yeah. or that's a, that's a malignant level of a uh, yeah, uh, like a uh, twist at yeah. the end where it's like, oh, she was the killer all along. Sorry, well, maybe we were the killers did. along yeah. the way. Whoa, yeah. the audience um, is the killer. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I turn the camera to the audience. <laughs> yeah. it, like the movie ends with people sitting in like red seats, like <laughs> what? <laughs> it is you. Uh, that being said, do you think that like the various uh, so this the ultimate like tangled web of lies at the end sort of cheapens the the bait and switch they do with also the sister uh, or with Ray played by Freddie Prince Jr. Where it's like at at various moments throughout the movie they're sort of presenting other characters or even like the main characters is like they're the ones who have come back and are trying to like you know yeah pretty f- much everyone but Sarah Michelle Gellar gets that moment of mm-hmm. where they're like it might be them you know what yeah. I mean well going back to what Josh said where it was like this could have been 
a deeper, like more higher brow movie <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying yeah. I know what she did last summer could have been more high brow and elevated more <laughs> it just <laughs> would have been interesting yeah. Yeah. Had, had they had to get rid of another body because yeah. there's that but then there's the dynamic of like wait who's gonna talk like mm-hmm. now are they killing each other yeah, yeah. now is, there, is one of them dressing up to Ooh. keep it a secret etc and then trying to blame it on something yeah like, it gets deep you know they should have just weakened at Bernie's the second body <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now like in, now that you mentioned that though it's funny because the the, the cynical side of me does uh, also ignore Acknowledge the fact that, like, so the whole death of uh, of Max at the beginning was was added very much later in shooting. Uh, it was done in reshoots. Um, the oh, idea wow. was essentially to they didn't feel like the stakes of the killer were established up top. Um, so at the beginning of the movie, without that first murder, without seeing him go okay. and kill somebody, we don't know that there's actually harm on its way to our main characters or anything. I guess I, I definitely think this would have been a lot cleaner had you remove the boyfriend element of this entirely and it's just a guy they hit mm-hmm. and think they kill and he just comes back and he comes back jason yeah. style what's yes. wrong with that yeah. dude yeah yeah trying to make it like this whole five head crazy twist yeah, thing. Like, oh but it's the son of a of any yeah like they're, yeah. they're like it's literally a big leap. they were like we need Anne Hage in this movie mm-hmm. you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah. like she does great though like she is like that the you know talking about the the bait and switches and everything like her her moments in the movie are some of the more like it, it does lead you lead you down a path where you're like she's you show up to her house and she's got fucking like turkeys hanging from the trees and stuff yeah and like every scene that she's in she's wielding you know like a cleaver and like cutting yeah. up fish in a really gross gruesome way she just lives out in the boonies and is like wearing an apron constantly you're like what the fuck does this lady do yeah and like, they visit her by the way it's like they're investigating stuff and then the two women sarah michelle geller and Je- jennifer love hewitt and we're like we're gonna go alone out there and let's see what's up happening. good yeah. idea let's see what happens and then yeah they go to what is essentially the house from texas chainsaw massacre it's very yeah. texas chainsaw massacre yeah all of these houses had the exact same architecture with the stairwells right in front you got your swinging you know uh uh door at the front kitchen on the left yeah well, dude all of the these right. houses are <clears throat> actually in north carolina did you know that really yeah because sh- it was all shot in north carolina except for the road scene right exactly Which that was in the, california that was the only yeah. one that they had to film away yeah, from but it's like it all takes place in that beach yeah, town. in southport, yeah, southport north carolina yeah um even to the point that the uh so the department store right yeah. um is an actual department store that is still there essentially in southport that has a lot it looks essentially the same that like event center the town hall where they have the beauty pageant mm-hmm. that that is actually in southport where that's they cool film the whole thing and it's like it's it actually does create a really cool setting for this whole thing to take mm-hmm. place. The fact that he is a fisherman, which is not in the novel. The original novel, yeah. Right. Like it that's a really cool character design for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's like a fisherman, the fact that he has the hook. Mm. It's like it's gives it that iconic flair to it. And then when we get into I still know what you did last summer, it still works. <laughs> like they're they're on the beach, yet he's still a fisherman. It, it's it's that whole water element that mm-hmm. kind of goes throughout, which is dope. And then I saw the fucking uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer series. Remember we were talking uh-huh. about this? I was so like, I didn't watch this. Yeah. I was like, this. how have they not remade this yeah. yet? They have. Dude, it Wait, was. Wait, was this like an MTV series or something? Amazon, right? Amazon, Amazon. <laughs> okay. yeah. They remade it as a series starring no- nobody. From <laughs> <laughs> nobody yeah, starring nobody, nobody from in the movie. The guy that made Thumb Wars. It's yeah. all thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same guy that made Kung Pao, by the way. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Of course it is. Um... Yeah. Yeah, so it's like that looks like shit. It looks awful. Yeah. Um and didn't it's just, even hear about it. It's just like a, you know, woke version of I know what you did last summer, oh. you know, it just has that same vibe. Yeah. And like the the killer is not the fucking fisherman. He's like a It's a fish. 
It's a guy. With, <laughs> it's a guy with a hoodie on, essentially, and he has a gun. Oh, what? Yeah. That ruins the whole yeah. everything. Yeah, because it defeats the purpose of the whole. Like the idea is is setting up. You know, it, it, it's a uh, making an interesting spin and elevating. Elevated horror, elevating the uh, yeah the the classic story of the man, the hooked hand man yeah right which is like also at this time in the nineties you know you also have like Candyman that just came out like you totally. know recently like earlier in the nineties and everything um, and then but th- there's the classic you know urban legend of yeah the, the couple that they tell at the beginning where it's the couple the escaped uh, you know mental patient uh, with the hooked hand who comes and you know uh, and they set it up them. in the sequel too. Mm-hmm. Also, if you work at like an insane asylum, don't give your murderous patients hooks for hands. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, probably yeah. not a cool move. Yeah. Unless Safety you're, scissors. unless he's a bowler. Oh yeah, then it's just, Th- then just it's a cool, cool favor. Bowler, <laughs> I just met her. Nice. <laughs> Nailed Go watch it. Kingpin. Yeah, um, but you want to talk? So we we kind of started talking about the kills in this movie, uh, and there there are a few. Um, so we get the first kill up top with Max. Uh, which is a great kill, I think. Yeah. Like it, it does. Uh, there's a couple of them where, yeah, the the use of the hooked hand is uh, is it's nice brutal. and gruesome. Yeah, yeah. lifting um, his body off the ground. Yeah, very. Also an homage, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, mm-hmm. One of the best kills. Yeah, this. I think one of the more gruesome ways to die. Yeah, being impaled and then like dragged upward. Yeah, in, like, a gory way. Dude, whenever he kills Veronica Vaughn, right. That is a that's it a is. brutal kill. But like dragging her on the floor. That the was hook. the shot that I was like, fuck, I forgot about this. Yeah. This is genuinely unsettling. It, it was a good shot. Like, yeah. honestly, dude, that is the best sequence in the movie is mm-hmm. the Sarah Michelle Geller chase scene. Chase scene. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. That, it's, it's the best sus- uh, suspenseful moment in the entire film. And it's like, she's a really good actress. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's killing it. Surprise. She's a straight up scream queen in this. <laughs> yeah. Dude, she's a scream queen. And like, arguably, dude, she steals <laughs> the spotlight from Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like, yeah. acting yeah. wise, yeah. she's fucking fascinating. This is the only time I'm watching this movie where I'm like, actually in suspense like what the fuck is going to happen here and it, this feels like the first time i'm watching it i don't remember that she gets killed mm-hmm. but um, but i'm like genuinely like oh my god like i'm filled with this suspense and her trying to get into that store and then her bitch of a sister <laughs> yeah taking, taking her ever sweet time getting to that door to, to unlock it. a door from the inside with keys what what kind yeah. of door what kind of insane is, person yeah. has kind of inside keys get a fucking lock loser <laughs> yeah because this whole sequence like so maybe even starting with back with uh let's, let's talk about sarah michelle <laughs> sorry, geller's like, superpowers sorry, but like, it, like she couldn't have taken any longer like, <laughs> genuinely <laughs> like, uh, like just put a slip on a banana peel at this point she's yeah. like oh no and then she's like my ankle's twisted now i can't she's like, like wait a second yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking just—it's it, and then the only th- the only thing I don't like about that whole sequence is that the end of it, when Sarah Michelle Geller actually gets killed, she ru- she runs into the same parade that she just got out of. Yeah, and it's like midnight, I guess. Yeah, yeah they're still going. Yeah, <laughs> like all night, baby. Yeah. Let's keep this train rolling. <laughs> this parade of you know a town of five thousand people yeah. starts at ten a.m. and ends at you know two o'clock in the morning yeah. easily. And not not talk about well maybe we can get into it in a second but yeah the obliviousness of this entire town like and oh, their yeah. inability to hear anything I guess there were drums playing at that moment but I was like <laughs> you can't hear anything she's ten feet away <laughs> yeah. from the yeah. marching band and get like screaming her like her lungs out during a beauty pageant someone yeah. was murdered on the balcony yeah and they're like and they're like what are you talking like shut uh, up shut up <laughs> like she's manic she's on her period like a, bu- yeah, yeah. a bunch of men <laughs> she like, has lunacy <laughs> we need to give her a hysterectomy it's a witch she's a witch <laughs> like, a bunch of men surround her immediately she's like there's someone on the balcony getting murdered what like turn around and they're like <laughs> they literally just surround her making hubba-lubba-lub noises yeah. Like, yeah. And, and one guy's literally holding her back she's like do you mind can you yeah. can you not they're like shaking her and slapping her yeah. like snap out of it like, cut 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 you don't have to do that yeah 
But that was insane. And like they're, they're like, all right, now what happened? Finally, they like, yeah. And then they're like, all right, well, we'll go check back to the obliviousness of this whole town. They go up to a balcony that has a fresh fucking murder crime scene that you can't get any fresher. Blood everywhere, and they're just like, I don't see anything. There's not a person in front of me right now. Yeah, so turn on the lights, okay. man. Yeah, yeah. Like, nah, we yeah. Can't, <clears throat> can't be bothered. <clears throat> nah. And then they they just go okay, like she just gives up to that, like surrenders to like okay. Yeah, I guess we're just <laughs> not gonna acknowledge that I witnessed a murder ten feet away from me with a crowd of people. No one turned around. I don't know. Yeah, and then the shittiest cop ever takes her home. Or tries to take her home and just fucking like, yeah, starts gaslighting her. Yeah, he's like, all right, if there is a murderer and there's not, I'll give you a dollar. (laughs) It's like, what is... But yeah, that whole sequence, man, was actually really, really well made. So it kicks off in that in that alleyway where so it starts and ends in the same alleyway. Uh, they just dress it differently uh, for the final shot of her of her murder. Because um, yeah, he hops out and like yeah, the cloaked man is like working on his car. He's got the you know doing a, he's pulling a Ted Bundy or something. Yeah. He's got the, uh, the the do you know any great big fat ladies? She's <laughs> 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 a great big fat person. What are you a size twelve? Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so the cop gets out and then tr- just immediately gets murdered in the most bumbling cop way. Um, and the fact that she's like, he's right behind you. He was literally facing him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you couldn't. Yeah, it couldn't have been easier. He's like, huh? Stab. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that chase sequence. What's great about it too is that it just it goes on for so long that you assume you're like, surely she's gonna survive this because why else would you make this last ten minutes? Yeah. And go through the antics of a of a manual elevator and all this other right. bullshit. Right. And then and you like, give her a clear path, mm-hmm. and like just before she gets there, like that's. That's great filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me of Scream when she's like ten feet away from her mm-hmm. parents dying. Totally. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. there's a bunch of people oblivious right there. Yeah. it's like it's like your nightmare when you you see you're trying to tell someone something ten feet away from you and you go to scream and nothing comes out. Just me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just my. You know that you know that recurring dream, right? You know yeah. that recurring nightmare, right, um, guys? But also, Sarah Michelle Gellar has like crazy inhuman strength in this movie too yeah like, so she like she shatters her like bedroom mirror with like her bare fist when in rage whenever she sees like the lipstick writing on yeah. it from whenever the man has invaded her home and then somehow escaped undetected and Dude, cut uh, her hair yeah and also managed to give her a new hairdo in the middle of the night and Dude, put it her must have been bill cosby mm-hmm. yeah. oh, oh my god okay oh. it's a reference it's a callback <laughs> callback to a different podcast <laughs> to Fine. our podcast it's the multiverse <laughs> Which, there you go. by the podcast. way i'll probably edit that out of our podcast <laughs> okay. I guess I gotta edit that out of my podcast now. That's Damn. up to you. Nah, it's okay. We'll leave it in. But um, uh, the 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 notes, the lipstick, and the haircut, comedy. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Every yeah. time she woke up and it just said soon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, like just draw a dick butt on the mirror at that point. Yeah. Like it's fucking hilarious. He does a lot of like in the style of you know even like poltergeist movies or like horror movies or uh, you know ghost movies. Just the, the 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 unnecessary taunting of the victims in a moment. This. Yeah, because <laughs> the whole at the very beginning, like uh, Ryan Phillippe is the first one to like make it come close to a brush with death directly after we get the Max murder. Right, Ryan Phillippe's got to go pump. He's got to go do his boxing exercises. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, and then that's the first instance where we get like one of the actual characters getting spooked or whatever, and he steals his jacket, I guess, and then like steals his car, and then like tries runs to, him over, yeah, uh, crashes through, and like, oh, cool, he died. Like, but yeah, he's fine. 
Um, he doesn't kill him then. He decides that that we, now we can wait a little longer. He could have easily killed him right there. Too. Yeah, he's like, I, it's, it's July 3rd. I can't kill yeah. you yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I guess that's what it was. It was the ceremony yeah. of the uh, the anniversary mm. that he was like waiting for. Right. Um, he conceivably. Wanted leave, he wanted to leave a few more notes before we got to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, the, the bit's not, it's not fully realized yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. I can get all he's the really way committed. this. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'll um, be back, lol, on the body when he like, yeah. ran him over with the car. Yeah. Um, to that point, uh, yeah, so uh, we get that that fake-out death. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar actually dies. Uh, and then I think uh, directly after that, or that's directly after Ryan Philippi has been murdered. Right. Um, and then we get uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt going and uh, the fake-out with uh, Ray, where we are led briefly to believe that he is the actual killer. Um, right, because he's Billy Blue or whatever. Yeah, so there's this whole element, too. So that's, that's another, like... What we're, what we're led to assume is that in his off months whenever after him and Jay Love broke up right and she went off to college and he's like hanging out doing his fisherman thing he was going and doing his own like background research and like detective work and then he is apparently I guess like was hooking up with Ann Hirsch on the side too I well, guess she said that they they were talking sweet for two minutes I don't think I don't know if that means like they were hooking up that or might right. be the modest way to say he f- I thought that God, was an innuendo gave me that you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to be I don't want to be <laughs> vulgar, but yeah. God, he just railed me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Old Billy Blue. Yeah. But like, uh, I guess he had his little IBM ThinkPad, and mm-hmm. he would and he found that woman and went there. And right when you met that character, I was like, oh, like she's describing him, like, oh, he was handsome, dark hair, dark eyes, or whatever. I was like, oh, that's the boyfriend. Yeah, you kind of know. It, like right away, you're like, you're like, oh, that he felt bad because he was one of the only ones that like, like Jennifer Love Hewitt, like actually showed some remorse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so he like was trying to, like, you know, he felt bad, so he found her and was maybe trying to like repair that or something for his own yeah. thing. And I was like, that was obvious, right? Yeah, he was penitent and then yeah. as opposed to everyone else. But then she said his name was Billy Blue, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Well, at a certain point, <laughs> I, I actually, like, on my rewatch, I had forgot, because I kind of just forget the names of all the characters because I just call them by their actor names. I'm like, yeah, fucking Freddie Prince Jr. Totally. And at a second, I was like, wait, what's his name, Billy? Like, I, I, it didn't occur to me a second. Oh, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it was Ray. Yeah, we have Ray. It, it would I know Julie. Julie yeah. Yeah. James. That's Julie it. James, because Jennifer Love, it's it's that's an easy jump. To yeah, make. yeah. Uh, and then Helen was Sarah Michelle Geller. Ray Could is not Freddie Prince Jr. No. Yeah, and then uh, Ryan Phillippe is um, Barry. Barry Cox. Barry. Yeah, that's his name. Cool yeah, name. It is his name. What's it so funny, a, dude? It is a fucking cool <laughs> name. <laughs> Barry Cox and your well, uh, his father. He actually, his father had to change his last name because his name was Barry McCockiner. <laughs> so. I just met her. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so those, that final sequence too, as uh, we're at, yeah, we get the the very convoluted reveal of like the the dad being or the the killer being the dad of the the girlfriend. It is so convoluted. Yeah, that that murdered. <laughs> like um, even describing it, like you're not even you're not even like exaggerating. I'm trying to connect the dots in as concise way as, pos- as possible, but it's like that is that is so convoluted, yeah. dude. Um, and I think it's also it, it doesn't pay off because like this whole this whole last sequence they try to do they try to show not tell right they try yeah. to like show 
the uh, the clippings he has, and you know, we're we kind of get like you know, okay, the this girl was killed, and like the guy survived the car crash, and so you're you're supposed to connect those dots with all like you know that stuff at the very end, because um, he like fake rescues her, but like you don't get on the boat, like that's that's yeah. one of those things. I was hey, like, stupid, and then maybe yeah. just <laughs> jump off it. Yeah, like yeah, at a, any point, just at any point, hop off the boat. Yeah, it's the, water. It's, it's not lava. Yeah. 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 Um, maybe it's, it's cold. really cold. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's summer. Oh fuck, you're right. It's quite mm-hmm. literally summer, so she's yeah. fine. Um, what'd you guys think of this final like action sequence? It was like, fun. Yeah. Not, too long. Nowhere near as good as the Sarah Michelle Gellar sequence. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really yeah. pay off as much as well. It's as just, that one it's does. just like bumbling and like whatever. It's, yeah, it's nonsensical. Is what yeah. the problem was because yeah. the whole time we were just like jump off the boat. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> no! Instead of jumping off, you're gonna go into the basement of the boat. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Make yourself a prisoner. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna put Crawl a hatch on. on yourself. Got yeah. it. Okay, so you're just gonna lock yourself <laughs> in yeah. a cage. Hope he doesn't open the boat he owns. Oh darn! You're in. You went down. Into my basement now. What am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like that. That went on so long. She put too. like a keep out sign on the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> essentially, because she put it, she barricaded the door and then removed the barricade. Yeah, I guess I also don't understand how boats are structured. This is another thing. Right, you're right. That's the problem. You're right, man. That's the problem. The, the geography. <laughs> we don't understand boat archetypes. Well, like the. Well, like the geography of the boat was so confusing to me because she kept going deeper and deeper into this fucking boat. Yeah, and I was like, I guess yeah. I understand. It's quite yeah. literally a submarine at yeah. one point. Yeah, <laughs> like as she gets into she gets into like the ice locker where I guess you keep fish <laughs> the and ice. stuff. Yeah, all of the uh, what were they the uh, the gel like ice things? Yeah, that yeah. Were very clearly not ice. And w- yeah. Like, yeah, I was watching that. I was like, that's supposed to be ice, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but you know that you're like the movie is telling me that's ice. Yeah, but it's definitely not ice. Because uh, she like her shirt would get wet or something like I don't know. Well, she um, took off her shirt to open the door to get to the ice, which fair. was necessary. A hundred percent. Had to do that. She had, had to, to do it. This movie is definitely guilty of the, like the '90s like horror dressing uh, costume what? design thing, and it's uh, but it's I mean not to a, look. I'll not stand to a up fault. for it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like as I was watching it, I was like I don't hate it, but I mean I know what's happening right here. Right. Um. The, yeah, the costume like, designer was like, oh, should we? Uh, get a necklace that goes <laughs> yeah. downward and dribbles right between her boobs, and then the director's like, "Absolutely, don't you even ask you me asking. again." Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's uh, the least amount of fabric for our budget right. that we can use <laughs> to save money? So to save money. So what's this shot? She's on her computer. All right, so let's do a crane from yeah. above. <laughs> yeah, down. down. And also, can you pull your hair back because just for in. To get in character, we don't it want makes your hair. More sense. Yeah. You wouldn't have your hair in the way of your keyboard. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Just leave that back. Yep. Um, She's eighteen, by the way. Travis is like, I'm going to edit all of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's fine. You're you're absolutely right. But yeah, you're you're also I, yeah. I think was she? Let's see, she was the youngest one on this set. I yeah, guess, right? she was seventeen seven, when yeah. casted, and then turned eighteen on production. Bruh. So it's okay. And there's a few things I read about some things that were said on set, and I don't re- I won't repeat them because I'm not sure if they're true. Repeat them. Beep. <laughs> yeah. but, um, no, it's not cool. Like, uh, was, there was some stuff where I was like, I can't. Be- well, I can believe that's true. Actually. Right. Yeah. But it's like '90s in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. <sighs> Fucked up. They yeah. wanted. They. I'll leave it at this. They wanted to do a nude shower scene at the end. They pitched it to her, and she said no. Yeah, because you can see where that was going too. Yeah. Like. And, yeah. And yeah. The way this wraps up. So like, 
the movie, you know, the the final sci fight sequence wraps up with the most like comically like you know Looney Tunes esque dismembering that you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, where he like he he's won at the at the end. Like he's he's achieved his goal and he is like about to kill both of them. And then like through sheer happenstance and fate, like gets his arm caught in a a bizarre rigging design. He got from Tom the ship. and Jerry. He, he loses his Jerry. Yeah, he loses his hand in a tragic hand losing accident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, yeah, the ropes thing, like, I guess, yeah, Freddie Prince Jr., like, knocks something off, and so he gets yeeted way up into the fucking, like... But, like, literally didn't make sense, like, visually. Yeah. It was just this weird Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I I get what they conveyed, but, like, they didn't... It wasn't, like, forceful enough, and, Mm -hmm. like, uh, it's just... But, you know, in the script, it was, like, he grabs a rope, and his fucking hand... (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's... it's, it's And his hand's gone. We gotta figure out how he loses his hand. And then Freddie Prince Jr. pulls the hand removal lever and goes, Need a hand? And then then ejects the guy out of the movie. Um, Yeah, yeah, his hand flies off. I'll hand it to you. And he gets tossed into the ocean uh, to show up in the sequel. Yeah, and he'll he's dead for sure. Yeah, and this is it's so funny how they they're like always make the killer says to them always make sure the killer's dead, and then five minutes later they don't make sure the killer's <laughs> dead. They're like, yeah, they say the cops are like the body will turn up. They always do, and it's like, well, do they? Do they corrupt yeah. as fuck police department in your shitty town? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, coming from the person that it just went, I'm gonna go help this guy and took a hook to the stomach. Yeah. 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 Do you think? Do you think they were in on it? Is that, is that what you're saying? No, I'm just oh. saying they probably yeah. don't care if the body yeah. turns up. <laughs> They're like, whatever. They're like dude. whatever. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. It's for, it's the Fourth of July. I want to go to the beach. It's summer. But uh, talking about that final, yeah. So like, there's a shower sequence at the end, and I see what you're saying because you definitely think you're like, oh, cool. Like they have to, they want to force this into this movie. Like yeah, at the tail end, even uh, if they can help it. Um, But yeah, so it it ends with like a with him like bursting through the glass, like Freddy Cougar style, yeah, as well, which also complicates like the sequel. I remember (laughs) hundred percent. I was like, I was also like turning on the sequel too, and I was like remembering that that's the jump in like you know in yeah. events that you're supposed to, to so believe. how did they justify i haven't seen this they don't they don't that they just d- doesn't they don't even oh just she never just happened it's she non-canon just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. she, just, she just left the shower yeah. which by the way she gets mail at the shower room yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> got some mail for you you got mail but it wasn't it was a yeah it was like a like a, a sorority invite or yeah something, yeah right? that was the twist yeah, yeah. but it's oh. written in the same like Comic Sans. I am still aware of what you have accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) We got to go backwards really, really quick, though. The most iconic scene in this movie, arguably, is her, you know, screaming into the street like, you know. I don't remember. What scene was it? (laughs) Can you reenact it? Uh, fucking what are you waiting for right uh, it's still not ringing a bell yeah. what are you waiting for <laughs> there's more energy though she's fucking bouncy what are you waiting for anyways <laughs> that was that was, <laughs> that was directed by a child guys it was a child's idea like a, a child won a contest oh yeah i to, forgot about this to direct a scene in this movie and that was his scene jennifer love hewitt in a 2018 <sighs> interview disclosed that she said, oh, yeah, there's just some kid that won this thing. And at first, everybody was like, we're going to fucking shoot this and throw in the trash. Yeah. And then apparently they introduced like the crane shot and then like this other thing. And they're like, this He's is like, we need to get it. Yeah. We need a dolly in here and then we'll zoom in on her tits. Yeah. And, th- and, and that child <laughs> was Christopher <laughs> Nolan. <yeah. laughs> He's like, it's got to be practical. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, we're so going to use real crabs, real yeah. body. <laughs> but yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt was like, this is dumb. Like, yeah, she was. Skeptical. Why would I? D- why would my character do this or whatever? But like, 
That's one of the most iconic scenes in this movie, dude. That's what people like always reference when they're Yeah, that's what I remember when I think of like, yeah, the, the, the more so the se- the sequel version of cuz it's the same scene in the sequel. Oh, I didn't know that. Arguably more iconic than this one, but still this is very iconic. Yeah. Yeah, the whole the the, the whole middle section is I guess like where I yeah, <clears throat> I lose focus as they're going same. on their yeah. uh their their hunt for uh for clues and everything. Great first um, act and then the Sir Michelle Geller sequence yeah. yeah and then like anything in between that and the final sequence you're just kind of like yeah because it is it, it's just so it's so obfuscated by by like the the ridiculousness of the of the twist or whatever that like any even though like any of the research and stuff that they're doing and like as they're trying to find the clues you're just kind of like led down a path that doesn't really the web of off. relationships is yeah. too convoluted yeah. Yeah. yeah but then also i just something i remembered the parade scene and how Apparently, everyone in the town dresses like that. Yeah, like the, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Where they all they dress s- like the cover of a fish stick box. Yeah, yeah. Like exa- <laughs> they all dress like the cover of a Stephen King novel or something. Where it's, it's it looks like R.L. Stein. Like there's like he's he looks like the shadow. <laughs> yeah, like everybody yeah, yeah. everybody looks like the fucking shadow. Like. The shadow knows what you did last yeah. summer. <laughs> it's a rain slicker, so you're like, yeah, of course. Like other fishermen would wear that same outfit. I like, guess, I mean, but, it, like, but so like, the whole how- town is fishermen. <laughs> but but in the summer, yeah, yeah, when it's daylight, there's no rain and there's not a fucking cloud in sight. No, yeah. all they're wearing is the rain slicker. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's kind prepared. of like a sexy fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lift it up, and there's just like, yeah, there's yeah. Underneath what it. if like when Ryan Phillip tackled that old man, which is tragic, by the way, but, he just takes down and assaults an old man yeah. and he's like oh my bad and he's just like I'm paralyzed <laughs> what he if does- he fully committed and just beat the shit out of him yeah. <laughs> he's, you deserve this like yeah. fish sticks uh, are falling out of his jacket <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck a bunch uh, of like, live fish are just like falling out um, yeah no that old man looks genuinely afraid whenever he like tackles him like his, yeah, his performance right there up. his response you're like Arguably better than anything Freddie Prince Jr. does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the entire movie. But I love how there was all the the bait and switch of like the sketchy fisherman in the crowd. But then it's like, well, how are we gonna know which one the real one is? Oh, well, he'll be holding the hook. Yeah, and yeah. looking at and you. He goes, Reed. He just goes, yeah. And like we said earlier, yeah, about the entire town being oblivious. Like everybody's okay with that. Everybody, yeah. nobody has yeah. a problem yeah. with this dude. Like this is a perfectly normal part of. Not our, one uh, festival goer is like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no suspicious guy in the crowd like is like what the fuck yeah the whole town is so dumb it's a fisherman's town and that's a fisherman's tool you're right of course what what are you why are you so mean my bad (laughs) i'd be so presumptuous of that person to walk around with a hook during a you actually make a very good point thank you people (laughs) be needing hooks man yeah those ice blocks aren't gonna move themselves it's it's like those uh when you watch a documentary about a murder that took place in the 60s and the whole town is like yeah we would go to bed with the door wide open (laughs) and uh (laughs) we would go it's it's like that yeah Uh, yeah no, oh, it's constantly. It's like, yeah, it's John Wayne Gacy talking to the cops and like, being like, <laughs> yeah, no, he was I, right there the entire time. He's yeah. telling like, the cops, he's like, I killed a child, and they're like, ah, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> a little more than that. Um, he's like, anyways, I'm a spooky ass clown. <laughs> and they're <laughs> like, ah, that's not you. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think the camp works for this movie though. It's like I, it is sort of like it, it exists in this hyper real like universe, right, where this this kind of horror movie can exist can be made. But uh, does it exist if not for Scream? You know what I You're mean? You're right. Yeah. I think, and a boy, yeah, talking it, about th- does it hold up? If yeah, not for scream. You, you, I think this writing on the coattails of that, I guess, is kind of like the question: is like, does this, if scream didn't exist and this was actually put in production before scream was ever released, would it make you know one hundred twenty five million dollars at the box office? Mm. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it stands alone. I think scream definitely set 
because of the meta nature of Scream and the discussion it created around horror movies again, and kind of like weirdly, like we, t- we were talking about feedback loops, you know, earlier uh, today, but like you know, turning that lens back on the movie itself, right? Right. Um, I think you're definitely right. I think that, that that pays off for in this movie's favor for sure. So, of this like certain genre, uh, are you? Scream obviously is like the be all end all, right? Or is there mm. another is there another one mm. from this time that gets you get your uh, from this time period? Definitely, Scream is going to be the one. Um, so, in the conversation about slashes that we've been having for this, like the as we kind of tie this back into the larger sort of like fabric of, of slasher movies, um, we obviously hit I you know nineteen sixties uh, Hitchcock's uh, Psycho is going to be the one that sort of initiates everything without right. that movie we don't really have this genre um or a lot of other horror movies in <clears> general um that's the one that i kind of like always hold up as being like you know the the pinnacle the archetype or like yeah. Yeah, i'm like thinking everything. like the, like the 90s mm-hmm. but era. it's definitely scream in the 90s it's for definitely me. scream yeah you have another one that you i mean dude urban legends comes to mind i remember liking the first one quite a bit when it first I came saw urban legends i don't, I don't think be, i've yeah. seen that really yeah, this might be a blind spot for me that was uh ali larder I oh believe. fuck yeah she's awesome yeah she's great um like I said, I still know what you did last summer. I think it's arguably better than this one. Uh, and Final Destination, dude. Oh, yeah. Also with Ali Larder. Yeah. Yes. I wouldn't lump. Yeah, Final Destination as far as being like. That's firmly 2000s. I yeah, think, I wouldn't. You know? And I also don't know if I would call that as much of a slasher. As That's true. Like, it's more of like a paranormal. Yeah. yeah. But like not who's, like. Who's slasher? Death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's not, you know, not to say that like, you know, obviously these are all just like loose genre definitions that sure. you know, like, we kind of work within or meta whatever, horror but, in a way I yeah guess. that's but, the yeah. kind of genre i'm thinking of but yeah yeah um yeah because then we uh, the list can grow larger you know as, as far as, as we talk about like just other like i think then we're kind of getting into just like teen horror or like you know yeah. true, which is kind of what i think maybe more of the genre which you know that goes all the way back to at least the canon of that goes back to you know like like evil dead and stuff or any other cabin in the woods movie where you have the group of teens who is then going to be subject to whatever comeuppance because of just their inherent, you know, vice or whatever, the original sin of just being young, horny young teenagers. Hot, yeah. yeah. But at least we all know that your favorite horror movie is Jason X. Jason X, absolutely. Yeah. 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 That movie's yeah, great. That is a good movie. Actually, <laughs> Leprechaun so in the fun. Hood, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tales from uh, the Hood is one of my favorite. Dude, yeah. honestly, yeah. Jin. But no, Jason X is actually fucking funny. Jason X is <laughs> so fucking funny. It is hilarious. Uber Jason. <laughs> Halloween is the 3 name is up there with, well, yeah. Halloween 3 is so good. If it didn't have the name Halloween attached to it, it would just be a just great be a good standalone yeah. movie, yeah. yeah. I mean, season of the witch, yeah, it was, a, it was a great one. Yeah, but no, like overall, I think this, yeah, I think I think the camp works for this, but I definitely think you're right that um, the reception of it is informed by the very lucky positioning of Scream, and then also just the fact that that was literally the studio process that surrounded this was the fact that like because of just the like the, the unheard of su- success of a, the of the first Scream movie that this really just it kickstarted kind of like this whole reimagining of the genre because after you know this movie we get several other in the same vein not just the sequel but like that mimic this sort of like meta horror and then all throughout the 2000s and stuff we get you know yeah these uh you know college high school like slashers kind of thing right um and then we also don't get scary movie yeah yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) like that that was a definite like pinnacle of of growing up yeah what was that movie the meta meta horror yeah Yeah, everything the fucking postmodern essentially like, yeah taking it back to like the <coughs> high school and college thing you said it mm. it just f- flashed me back to a moment in the movie that always made me laugh where it was like it'd be like gruesome death scene like for example the opening it would be like fucking we just vehicular manslaughter and hit a body oh it's not dead kill it then hide it and then one year later and then it cuts to ska 
Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. fucking Tony Hawk's pro skater <laughs> music. It's like, it's all of a sudden we're back at like a high school, and I, I that made me laugh. S- it was comedic timing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where you just murdered someone, and like one year later. Yeah. But I think Scream was perfect at that. Like, that was the one that like really catapulted. Like, they're like, let's just copy paste the formula of this and put it here. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Scream has that music in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's the tone, like the, uh, the, the, just, silly tone sensibilities of the of the era and of like just the style too which like i said i it, it comes full circle where now it's like it's unironically like un- un- enjoyable now like because you you get that and like every movie ends with a new metal breakdown or like yeah. you have all these great m- needle drops and everything and it just the uh, the fact that this movie doesn't end with lincoln park is <laughs> it's a crime yeah. <laughs> crawling in my skin um. Uh, but overall, yeah, I, I think I, I put this one in our watch list because I, I do feel very affectionate about it, though. Like, yeah, and no I didn't want to blow my load on putting Scream in our watch list because we're going to do a full deep dive on that eventually <laughs> nice. when we circle back around to slashers. That'll be a good. Um, I need to rewatch Scream. It's been a good over ten years. Mm-hmm. Since Me I too. I wanna, I'm going to rewatch <clears throat> the original because I just watched the, the remake. The most recent one. Yeah, that one doubles down. It's like yeah. I, I said in honor show, but it was like it's. It seems like I'm watching a scary movie half the time. Right. It's so funny and self-aware. So irreverent of like its own like yeah. legacy. Yeah. It gets meta meta horror, which is what well. it needs to be. Yeah. Like it yeah. Needs yeah. That element That's of point. Whereas like Scream three and four did not. Mm-hmm. It's like devolved. They like lost yeah. the plot. Yeah. I, I don't think that. that anything does it that well again until uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. yeah. I think that is true. That is the next uh, like installment of just like perfect meta horror that also. Just loves. It's just a great about it comedy too. too. Yeah, yeah. Tinker um, and Dale versus Evil. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we are like we talked about. Were there too many movies? We're also the uh, physical media boys, the Bong Joon Bros. Mm-hmm. Do you own the Cabin in the Woods steelbook? I don't. Ooh, you got to check that out. We'll oh, show, yeah, we'll show, <laughs> yeah. We'll show you. Yeah, because I'm sure. I from what I, I think I know what you're talking about though is like because all of the extras in it doesn't it like go into all the various like monsters and stuff that they have. Yeah, like, yeah, the, cool. that as well. Like it's yeah. a it's a big collector's edition, Hell like yeah. fuck you edition. Like yeah, it's just you, you got to own it, man. The art fuck is yeah, great dude. too. The art is fantastic. Do, do you own a lot of physical media? Or you no, I, that's something actually we brought up recently. Uh, like in our last uh, episode, I was talking about how that's kind of a direction I want to go to now because it's like. As as the streaming wars continue, right, the, the never-ending streaming wars, yeah. um, I like jokingly said uh, on I think one of our recent episodes that like Tubi is now like the unsung hero of streaming. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is the most like video store streaming service currently. It has stupid ads on it that are that remind you of like date like you know cable TV bullshit. Never even used Tubi. It's yeah. it's it's free too, and like th- that being an element of it. Like there's I watched we talked about uh, Stanley Kubrick earlier. Like uh, I watched The Killing on there actually on Tubi wow. because yeah, there's a weird like. <laughs> Like silly, like bad for like transfer of it on there where the audio is all fucked up. Um, and <laughs> it's Tubi's like, like, fuck it, it's free. It yeah. is, yeah. Here's but an ad, you. go fuck yourself. There's yeah. something like really punk rock about that that I really love. But in that conversation, I'm like, this is why I want to get back to like, you know, actually having DVDs and having a collection. Yeah. And, like, we are the podcast to listen to, buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, physical media is like, we, we've gone down a whole rabbit hole mm-hmm. with physical media as of late and just, you know, just spending ungodly amounts of money yeah. it's mostly josh josh has a legit problem <laughs> he, he could be on intervention that's the only thing for me is yeah it's a little cost prohibitive and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, it can't be but but you know buying makes you feel things yeah. you and know? it'll be there like it, that's the thing about physical media is it's about that quick it. dopamine release <laughs> yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> yeah but also the quality like yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. true and then also the extra features is up too for like you know conversations like this where we get to you also know, 
sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No. Uh, just the fact that uh, my internet fucking sucks. <laughs> so there are moments where my internet just is out, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool, I'll watch one of my physical media. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then there's the element of being able to loan it. You own it. You can play it anytime you want. Your subscription costs, you know, five, ten bucks a month, whatever it is. Like, multiply that by the rest of the time you're going to be alive and it's like physical media is pretty <coughs> cheap actually yeah yeah and and also Facts. there's like the, you touched on it but the element of like streaming wars and the licensing thing there's a whole thing where some people got their movies deleted in europe like sony like couldn't oh yeah. you bought a movie and then all of a sudden you no longer own it just because yeah, yeah. You, it was you never own, you own the right no, you don't the own streaming the right. rights yeah, for yeah. a temporary mm-hmm. like it's it's only a certain amount of time until their contract r- ends up and then I own seasons of a, a true crime show um, that just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, that's so and they could just tell you, like, you know what? Fuck you. You don't own it anymore. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, the license ran out and, you know, <clears throat> A&E doesn't own this show anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. well, I gave you money for it, yeah. so I would like it. Even on Netflix, people think if something is on Netflix, it's on Netflix. And no, those are no, like... No, it changes no. all the time. Yeah, yeah those yeah. Some things go away. Yeah. But I'm sorry, we didn't mean to derail with no, the whole yeah, physical media thing. Of but course, no, it's a good uh, conversation <laughs> to have. And uh, uh, But yeah, especially in talking about this movie, I would love to own a physical copy of this movie and see some more of the bonus features it's coming out in 4K oh, wow. later this month, Ooh, in just cool. a couple weeks. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'll definitely ch- check that out. Um, yeah, because this one, like I said, I know what you did last summer. It has a, I think it is a good, like, I, we do this often where we pick, like, movies that aren't, like, the premier uh, movie of the era or decade. But I think this one is a great one to bridge the gap um, into, like, the next movie on our watch list. Because it, it's just a great, like, feel-good slasher. Like, I, at the end of this movie, feel I got... Feel-good yeah. killing of teenagers. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, there's something about that, that for me. It's a summer fun top-down like, convertible yeah, absolutely. Really is. It's a summer movie. It's a perfect summer movie. It's a, it's a Fourth of July movie. Yeah. Um, and it's a... It has summer in the title. Yeah, exactly. And it has, it's the whole, like, this idea of... Um, of uh, coming off, you know, the end of the summer, school starts again, and like for me, that was always like, yeah, when you think of like a summer horror, like it's this is what it is. It's a, I, you know, going a back silly, to school. Yeah, yeah, I still have that as a, as a fucking you know thirty year old adult. I'm like, it, I still feel that that sentiment where I'm like, all right, October's right around the corner, like summer is ended, yeah. totally, and like this is yeah. my this is my send off into that that great uh, that great time is a just a goofy, nonsensical. Uh, high school teen slasher kind of thing. Love totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Um, but it's, it's good. Yeah. I think overall it's like, yeah, it, it's not a super scary movie. Um, no, 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 no. And no. not even gory. Not, not no. Yeah. To no, that point. Yeah. Except for the first killing, I think was like, that was yeah. the most gruesome. I was like, yeah. Oh shit. And the hooking the girl and carrying her. Yeah. yeah. I was like, more um, of this please. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Apparently Jim Gillespie was really not about like he, his cut of the movie had, would have no blood in it whatsoever. Wow. Uh, and he was pressed Coward. to like, with the, yeah, right. Uh, with the killing of Elsa, yeah, the older sister, like that, that slash across the throat. Um, they were like, well, yeah, there's obviously going to be blood there. And he was yeah. like, all right. He had shot an entirely different sequence of it where there was, it was bloodless. Okay. Chris um, Nolan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No uh, blood. Leave it open to interpretation. The, <laughs> the best violence yeah. happens off screen. <laughs> it's scarier to not see it. Fuck you. Like, rip no, them in half. Show it to yeah, me. rip them in half. <laughs> I want to see a, I want to turn that person into a taco with a hook. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Fucking just right um, down the middle. Uh, but what do you guys? Do you guys have any other thoughts about uh, this movie? Like in your reception? Like, was this your first time watching it in a while? Like, in a in a long while. Yeah. 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 I am not sure if I've seen this or if I've just seen Scary Movie a thousand times. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> literally like when I went into this, I was like, Have I seen this? Yeah. I, I, it had been. So long that I hadn't seen it, I either it was fresh in that sense where it was yeah. like it doesn't make a difference if I've seen this before or not at this point. To the point yeah. you were confused as fuck at the end and yeah. Like, I mean yeah. the whole time my memories were like getting jumbled up. Like yeah. the, the scene where Ryan Felipe gets killed, uh I 
immediately my mind went to that scene in Scary Movie where like thirty <laughs> people get killed on the balcony or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah, which like yeah, I, like I thought it would be that too, where it's like, turn around and yeah. no one's and and then I thought people were gonna be like, wow, she is a great actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is gonna be a great He's actress dying. in New York. Like. Yeah, it's so it's so famous and it's it's so ref- like referenced so often that yeah you forget when like what's satire and what isn't and, yeah, like this 100%. is an actual like the actual start of yeah. it. Yeah, um, I remember seeing this in the theater when it first came out, and I have not seen it since. Oh wow! So I, like I still know what you did last summer was like the one that I would rewatch yeah. constantly. Right. That could, because like we owned it on DVD. Right, you know Physical what I mean? Media yeah. baby. Hey. It, yeah, and I remember watching the bonus features for that one, and just like yeah, I had I had a fun time with that one. Oh yeah. So can we go back to the. Back when we we thought, uh, what is his name? Billy Cox? That's not his name. Barry Blue Cox. or Barry Cox? Billy Blue. Billy Blue. Yeah, we thought Freddy he Prince was Jr. the killer. We get one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Oh, my God. We almost didn't talk about it. Where, do, you, do you have it? Where he gets launched off the... Uh, uh, I can pull it up in one second. Yeah, pull it up. Because, yeah, they, they're like, we're oh assuming... They're yeah. assuming that he's the killer, and they're all grouped up together. And so they roll up to confront oh, yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> I've been looking everywhere for you guys. You're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh. you know, I wish that that's what the killer said every time. Like, <laughs> you're, you're gonna so, die. You're gonna die. Slice right before you die. I want a compilation like of Ryan Phillippe right before they're going. I'm so fucked up. You're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. He has I'm, the funniest lines in this movie by far. Yeah, his yeah. character is—it's caricature. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. hilarious because he's also like a diminutive. Like he's not a big dude, but he's supposed to be playing this like overly a, like a quarterback. Aggressive. Yeah, yeah, a quarterback. I mean, like, first of all, you would get split in half like not another team movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like if uh, I tried to play football right now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, like uh, I know we did last summer. Great fucking movie. Uh, definitely worth a worth a watch. Um, do you guys uh, have any other uh, movies or anything that you've been watching recently or shows that you uh, uh, think people should check out? You got me in a 90s mood after this. Yeah. Movie. yeah. So l- I, we talked about this on our other podcast where I saw Scream mm. to, to kind of prep for this one, which is fucking amazing. Uh, but I also watched uh, Independence Day because this is a 4th of July movie. And I went back and watched Independence Day. That movie is amazing, and it like, <laughs> and it makes you proud to be an American, dude. <laughs> Which is a rare feeling. Yeah, now. Say, yeah. yeah. It's a strange. It gives you like a, a sense of patriotism that you don't ordinarily feel, uh, or at least I don't. It is seriously one of the best summer fun, top down, stupid fun times ever of all time. Uh, Will Smith is charismatic. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, Ra- yeah. Randy Quaid in this movie pulls at your heartstrings, dude. When he like. Sacrifices himself at the end of the movie. Come on, spoilers. Man. Yeah, for, <laughs> for Independence, Independence Day. Day. Just saying, Bill Pullman. It's not your show. Uh, <laughs> Bill, Bill Pullman is fantastic. Yeah, it's so good. Anyways, watch that and some of the best alien designs ever in film. So cool. I haven't seen that since it came out, and I think really? I need to, yeah, I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Time. I think I watched it last year for Fourth of July. Nice. Yeah, oh, so it's great. Good. It's great seeing the White House get destroyed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that's that iconic just because shot. of Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> um, great. What have you, Alex? Have you seen anything lately? No, I was actually uh, I was talking about this with my girlfriend. We were talking about what our maybe our favorite all time horror movie is ever. Ever. Oh, wow. Um, I can't decide between The Thing and Get Out. Nice, yeah. Oh man, I, I think th- the first time I watched Get Out is the most anxious I've felt watching a horror movie. 
and I don't think anything has ever like come close to that. I think Jordan Peele felt really good to be in the same company as John Carpenter there too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, a, no doubt. Yeah, I have a a big question for mm-hmm. you. How do you feel about Evil Dead the mm. original and the remake of Evil Dead? So, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, I careful. I have tread lightly so right now. So much like affection for Sam Raimi. Um, as a as a filmmaker and director, those first so the Evil Dead trilogy, you know, Evil Dead one, two, and then like Army of Darkness are just such such like springboards for his career, mm. um, and also just amazing movies and Bruce Campbell vehicles that like are so hard to replicate. We covered Evil Dead in our last series, and <laughs> in the process of doing it, I did watch the remake from 2006, 16? right? Is it 2013? 2013. Okay, yeah, because it was pretty recent. And I will say, it is a scarier movie than the original. Uh, it is. We stand that movie. <laughs> it is a yeah. It is a. It's a bloody like watching that movie is like I think if Sam Raimi he kind of did it with um, uh, Drive Me to Hell where it's like Mm -hmm. if he had had the resources and budget to make that kind of movie in the 70s like he would have um, and so I watched that, and I was like, "Yeah, this 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 holds up. It's fucking badass. It's also much more visceral than the original. Like they, because yep. they kind of almost shot by. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. that was for, a test, and you passed. Yeah, shots like shot for shot. You know, they they kind of hit all, basically all the beats of the original yeah. too, just in a much more gruesome way. Uh, that is the most metal horror movie of it's, all time. Yeah, yeah. it goes it's, hard. It's intense. Uh, I mean, when you brought up what's your favorite of all time, like. That and signs come up for me. Oh wow! Yeah. And like the, the Evil Dead remake, a remake comes up as one of my favorite horror movies of all time. It's a it's solid remake. The it execution is, is yeah. just flawless. It, it stands yeah. on its own, in my opinion. Like, yeah. to, like <laughs> I feel like we do this also, every single yeah, episode. Yeah. Every single it's episode. It's not our podcast. Though. I know, I oh, know. But yeah. no matter when, this will be we, new material for for people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like so. whenever we have a microphone in front of our face, we're like the Evil Dead remake <laughs> yeah. is underrated. Like every single time. I think it is underrated. Yeah, I think it is a. Yeah, I remember. Like I said, I remember watching it for that series and like I was like reading like Bruce Campbell's biography at the same time and like it that movie was made in the spirit of where those kids heads were at back when you know Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi were just fucking dragging a camera through the woods like like I said if uh and he did drag me to hell is, is kind of a version of that where it's like you give Sam Raimi enough money to kind of make whatever he wants to do it's like you would get something like that it totally. is just I don't know maybe it's even darker though than I think where, where his head would go it's a uh, it's a it's a good it is- cringy so and raw and yeah. visceral horror film. Yeah. It is, and it stands on its own. Like you don't yeah. have to have the original Evil yeah, Dead. Yeah, it's not like it's a sequel or like a no. yeah, or anything. Yeah, it's a, it's a you know, it's a it's wholly a, original story. You can story. go in with zero knowledge. Also the the yeah. other element of that movie that I think is a great addition to uh you know, just sort of like the the story of the original Evil Dead is the the introduction of like her battling with like addiction and stuff. And so there's the element of like um, you know, is this a psychological horror in the sense that is any of this actually happening? Mm. Um, whereas, like, it's in the, in the original, the great thing about the original De- uh, Evil Dead, and which is, I think, just fun and campy, is like Sam Raimi was great about, like, he's like, all right, here's kind of a backstory. That's all you need to know. Like, now let's just play around in this yeah. playground of They're horror. They're literally stuff, just right? going on vacation. Yeah. yeah. And it's like they, they, they undo the tape deck and, like, it plays some, you know, story. And it's like, okay, n- now all hell is loose. You don't need to know more than that. And don't worry about it. Yeah. And this one, it's kind of cool. Like, I think that, like, it's not that they were trying to do that or didn't have to do that or anything but i think adding the element of like the psychological thriller aspect of like oh man is she experiencing this or is this like just in her head because of her withdrawals or whatever it's Mm -hmm. it's a bad it's a badass movie yeah Yeah. i could talk about that movie for a while yeah it's that's really solid and giving them the motivation to be at the cabin because they're gonna lock her up for rehab basically Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. worst rehab exciting incident yeah yeah um totally yeah that's awesome but um yeah that movie's that movie's so so fucking 
We could talk about it all day. It's I just know, so right? good. Yeah. Do you have any other uh, movies or shows that you've seen, Chris? Um, I watched all of the Alien movies, which are it's. I mean, absolute. Well, nope, not all of them. <laughs> I would say I would say you know three. Four One of the I, coolest franchises there is. Yeah, for sure. Like the Xenomorph franchise, I never dug past the movies i'll be honest but like like i didn't get into the graphic novels or anything like that but the xenomorph lore and the xenomorph like that arc that alien and how it's like basically a genetic mixer you know it th- you throw it in you drop it into anything that's uh biochemical and it just morphs into something like that is such an underappreciated horror element to me but oh, like yeah. the xenomorph and, and all of its variants are was so fun to go through all those six films i forgot to ask you earlier was that your were was were any of those your first watch for those alien movies or had you already seen all of them before at some point three and four uh alien three and alien resurrection that was my first watch gotcha. i think i might have seen alien three as a kid but you know like just in past yeah it's it's like blend you, together you especially. have vague memories of yeah. like yeah just whatever your parents or your friend's parents are watching whatever yeah. you sneak um, into the kitchen to grab a water and they're yeah. like you got to get out because we're watching this and you're like yeah small <laughs> staring small anecdote that happened one time in a movie called Mission to Mars, and I was Ooh. scarred because there's a moment, spoiler, where a a a an astronaut gets split like a hot dog in <laughs> space, like his limbs just go and like <laughs> pop off, and I was just and they told me to go to bed, but I snuck down like onto the railing, yeah, like, yeah. they're like peeking through like the, like the stairway railing, and I saw that and I was like, and then like ran upstairs <laughs> and, and like stared at my ceiling. I made a mistake. Yeah, I stared at my ceiling for like three hours. I was like, that was real. I, I just, just hear a scream from the stairs. <laughs> like watching, the, they're enjoying a movie, and then ah! <laughs> my dad's like, yeah, new surround sound system's pretty sick. <laughs> um, um, yeah, you were talking about you. So you mentioned the thing earlier. That is, I think, one of the biggest things about Alien too, like you said, and the uh, the genetic monster is yeah the idea that. It's it's mm. like it could be anything, but yeah, that that also can't hold a candle to John Carpenter creating just like the thing is such a oh man. Okay, yeah, we, we're we're all, I'm gonna cover that at some point here, but like, and we'll get into it. But yeah, like the 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 social commentary mm. and like psychological like horror element of that one too, where it's like you questioning your own existence and other people's mm. reality and mm-hmm. stuff, and like that's a Let's go the thing it. might be yeah. It's it's in my I always struggle with my top Carpenter movies, but it's. It's Definitely for sure up there, tied yeah. atop with with a couple of others. And is that like your top like horror movies in general? One of them. It's definitely yeah. It's, is it's that hard the first elevated horror movie? <laughs> I mean, uh, I would say I don't know, man. Like the Invasion of the Body Snatchers. People people are su- always surprised at how modern some of the classic horror movies can be. Like in our last series, we covered uh, The Haunting from 1963, mm. um, which is kind of like the proto ghost movie and stuff and you watch that movie and there's a lot more to it than you would expect of a a black and white you know movie from the 60s about a haunted house and stuff and um i think yeah like the idea of like elevated horror uh has become i think it more more of what we think of like that's just what you call a24 movies yeah i think yeah yeah. the the art horror stuff right but like rear window is an elevated yeah yeah sure yeah exactly and so it's disturbing anything that has like a visual (laughs) language that like is not feeding you a story that's not like overly gruesome yeah i feel like that all and that's that's why i think i think that term that umbrella got thrown gets thrown around like fast and loose because of like you said like the a24 phenomenon like the idea of like art horror and stuff and like you know any ari aster movie or stuff like that where you're like oh cool like you're making like you're subverting the genre by like i mean he he doesn't think he's making horror movies he thinks he's making drama movies that just have crazy shit in them scarring things yeah which is which is arguable like you can argue his point but you can argue like dude those are just horror movies yeah yeah 
Yeah. There's, I mean, yeah, genres, you know, there's, there's like, blurred lines between all of these things. I think Silence of the Lambs is a horror movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. firmly. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is a horror movie. But, but, but you could call it a, tr- a crime thriller, too. Um, yeah. But, like, that's what people call it to, like, give it awards because yeah. you can't give awards to horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, why Get Out, it's like, oh, but it's like a politically conscious you know, screenplay, and that's mm-hmm. why it won the award. It's like that's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you you gave a screenplay to a horror movie. That should be. It's so weird how that's yeah. yeah. It's like comedies, musicals, and horrors. They're like the just weird black sheep of Hollywood, yeah. yep. where yeah. they just don't get like their due ever. But yeah, that's it's why funny. Jack and Jill never won an award, dude. <laughs> I, well, I remember <laughs> being like seven and eight years old, being like, "Why doesn't fucking scary movie have an uh, Academy Award? What's yeah. up with this? People just don't get it." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I cut you off. Uh, anything else? Yes, you said Aliens, and then. Uh, no, that's that's pretty much it. Um, that on my watch list, I, I saw the Night House. I'd recommend it. Rebecca Hall, recent thriller. That's really solid. It's a really good, like, yeah, a really twisty thriller that has like some cool, cool visual elements to it that yeah. I fucking love. It was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, I watched Bullet Train over the weekend. Uh, finally for the first time. Fucking bad, like, fun fucking movie. Like, and like the comedy of like crazy like Chekhov's guns that all like co like convalesce to like do reveal the ending and stuff. Um, it's also just chock full of silly bits and cameos that are just I don't know a, a complete joy to yeah. uh, to watch. Brad Pitt um, gets is very underrated for his humorous roles. It's, he's great. It's the he's funniest hilarious. since like um, Burn After Reading. It's yes. definitely got the same energy as that. Where it's like when he gets to like be funny, he's fucking yeah. hilarious. He's so he's good. Great. Yeah. Burn After Reading is such a good example of that, mm-hmm. dude. Like even visually, like this is just a great movie. Like the the Oni mask that that the White Death is wearing. That is such a sick fucking shot, dude. Mm-hmm. When he's like, oh, God. and not to spoil like the, the the end, but there is like an anime death battle in the end. Essentially, Shit. there's a whole fucking sword fight in the you end. You would really? Oh, you like haven't seen it movie? yet? No. Sorry, I don't. Yeah, so that's not really a spoiler, but yeah, no, yeah it's, it's yeah. there's because they they're obviously doing the thing of of uh, you know utilizing like the Japanese aesthetic uh, and like the combination of that with like Western pop culture that makes great cool. cinema and stuff. Um, so that's the through line of the movie, but they do it in a way too where they like visually will you know do stylized things that. Um, that are very uh, very fun to see. Um, no, I was, I've been wanting to see that since I first saw the trailer. Yeah, I know. I, I'd put it off, and I was like, I'd, yeah, well, on a lark, I saw it with one of my other co-hosts, Daniel, on a, on Thursday, and it was it was badass. Um, I also saw. Uh, I've been watching like a lot of Kubrick movies lately, and I I'm on uh, to uh, Spartacus from 1960, and I will say, dude, that movie is a fucking slog. Yeah, it's a. Uh, Takes a while to get through. It's pretty Kubrick, snoozy. Kubrick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's fine. It's just it's like a uh, it, it's inter- it's always interesting and useful to see like these directors cutting their teeth like in the early parts of their career. Yeah. But that one is like it it, it is definitely of the uh, the former age of like Hollywood, you know, spectacle and stuff. They're yeah. they're doing that thing like with like Cleopatra and stuff where they they just have just giant, giant sets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huge <laughs> movies that are very expensive and that, white like, people, and <laughs> lots yeah. of white people. Yeah, yeah. playing yeah. Playing Middle Easterners, exactly. And Genghis Khan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's that, but like, it's it's not even fully like a Kubrick film. Yeah, no, it doesn't feel like one. Yeah, it like there was the, but it wasn't his to begin with. True. Yes, that's yeah, true. Yeah, he inherited it. Like, yeah, with and within 24 hours, they were like, all right, come on, should you ever show up and direct this? And he's like, I do need some money, uh, so <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be happy. We'll to. be needing money for directing this film. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> um, 
You got anything else to recommend? Sorry, I saw you pulling something. Oh, no, I was... uh, Sorry, no. Oh, you're good. Um, Yeah, so uh, this week we uh, covered... uh, I know you did last summer in the the midst of our slasher series. Uh, So we're we're getting into approaching, like, the the climax of this series, but we've got one one more, basically, before um, we're going to do, like, a double dip into a director that uh, I think uh, really embodied the slasher uh, element, so that's a teaser for later. But the very next movie we're watching on this watch list, I know you guys haven't seen this, so uh, I'll just tell you guys, it's uh, we're going to be watching Hush. Um, Oh, I've seen so, that yeah that's a great so, movie yeah yeah uh, that's, a, that's a really good one mike flanagan uh and uh, his, his wife kate siegel mike uh, flanagan almost did a remake of this of i know what she did last summer oh really yeah and huh. chris he did one of your favorite films dr sleep oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's chris's Dr. favorite Dr. movie <laughs> that's my fa- yeah the the shining i sequel. can only imagine how a kubrick obsessive feels about dr sleep <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won't even don't let's not open that can of worms yeah they go, they go back to the Overlook Hotel, dude. I know. They do the helicopter <laughs> shot. Uh, it's yeah, so they, they have the, the I was the so score. stoked to hear the score and then those iconic shots from The Shining remade with hot actors <laughs> yeah. for some reason. <laughs> you remember they recasted Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. that, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 What, what and a fantastic Shelley, choice. And Shelley Duvall. They, and a witch is wearing Lululemons throughout the movie. Yeah. yeah. They, they she, sn- can, like, she can like uh, astral project into like people's... The yoga pants. Yeah, she stuff. was Professor Xavier. She yeah, was, yeah, she, was, she was an X Man. I think no. it was and a necessary. Top hat. You know, <laughs> it, it plays homages to the original while <laughs> elevating the original. You know? I will say, I will say, I will stand up for my boy Mike Flanagan though. He does have some content that is fucking awesome. He, like, does. Yeah, he yeah. is yeah. solid. Midnight through. Mass is a great TV show. If you haven't seen it, but yeah, this is uh, and then obviously Haunting Hill House and his other shit. Um, his uh, but yeah, Hush is a great movie that I think is kind of an underrated one of his as well. Where yeah. it's yeah, it's his wife Casey Gold, um trapped in a house and she's deaf, and then uh, John Gallagher Jr. shows up and is uh, terrorizing her. And uh, I put it in the slasher series because uh, it's got some pretty gory elements in it, and it's just a fun, thrilling movie. So we'll be checking that out next week. So uh, if you want to hang out with us again, uh, listen to that. Uh, do you guys want to do some uh, plugs real quick? Yeah. I'm uh, plugged right now. <laughs> <laughs> Please listen to There Are Too Many Movies. We're a movie podcast. We make a lot of jokes, and we derail... Uh, <laughs> derail sincere conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're just a bunch of crazy, wacky boys that don't know jack shit about fuck all. Yep. And we talk about movies. I yeah. Can, I can, Chris, I can do, all that. do you have anything to add to that? Nope. That <laughs> sums it up. That about sums it up. And uh, we determine whether or not films are cinema because we have the, the authority, to do, have the authority right. to do that. We have the official uh, metric. From Marty Scorsese himself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, hey, this podcast has a Instagram page. It's at Scary Sunday Scaries. There's also a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Sunday Scaries, you get episodes as soon as I get done editing them. They go up there uh, for as little as uh, $2 a month. Uh, it's really cheap. Uh, we also post uh, random shit on there. Um, there will be lots of uh, early drops for T-shirts that are coming out soon. Uh, so check that out. Uh, but definitely hang out with us again next week and uh, check out Hush. Uh, hope you guys have a good week. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank for coming. Peace out. Yeah. Later. Thanks for having us on. Thank you. Notice how I said thanks and you guys didn't. It's kind, <laughs> of, a, kind of a dick move. It's kind of unspoken mm. for me. Sunday Scaries. <laughs>